Hello and welcome back to the Low Budgets. I think we've got a podcast. In fact, this is the only podcast that exists. I don't know if you know that, but all of the other podcasts you heard are just remixed versions of this one. Uh, we're the only podcast uh, on the streets. Uh, people are talking about us on the streets. If you go up to someone on the streets, say if you heard the I Think We've Got a Podcast, 99.9% of the time, going to say I have no clue what you're talking about. But the 0.01% of the time, they'll be like, hell yeah, I love those guys. Even though that's like 700,000, 700 million people, 700,000. Either way, uh, we're here. And I think Will's cut out already. Yeah, Will's cut out already. So it's just me waiting until he turns up again. Living la vida loca. Da, da, da. I've got full connection, but he hasn't. So this is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a very interesting podcast. Uh, so in the UK, we're still in lockdown, as most countries are, except for America. What are you doing in America? You, you, you protest a lockdown. You're protesting a disease, right? It's fine when you were protesting the end of segregation. It's not segregation isn't a good thing, but it's that's a tangible thing you're protesting. But to, to protest a disease, which is something that, ca- that that won't just go away if you tell it to go away, that's not something that you can protest. So not quite sure what's going on over there. But yeah, in the UK, it's 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 going. It's not going. We, our leaders, our leaders are idiots. Actually, we have Boris Johnson, who's sort of uh, the British equivalent of Trump. Dropped my ruler, my ruler, uh, to measure my rules, make sure they're up to the appropriate British length of rules, thirty centimeters. Yeah. So um, yeah, our leaders are all for Boris Johnson, and guess what? One of Boris Johnson's top aides, Dominic Cummings, ha- Cummings. That's pretty funny actually from an objective point of view that's base level humor that is dominic cummings he who's been telling everyone to stay home save lives has gone and visited his parents in durham and was dancing to abba in the garden on an unnecessary journey (gasps) wow have you ever heard something like that me never never seriously i'm losing i'm losing the will to live with the people in this country so yeah it's all going to pop if you live in the UK, you would have seen a, a sitcom, a well-beloved sitcom starring uh, Peter Capaldi called The Thick of It, in which he plays a, uh, a political character, Malcolm Tucker. And watching the daily press briefings is a bit like watching an episode of The Thick of It. Also, they yes, put that's the, very true. Did, did you hear anything that I was saying? All I heard was that watching the daily briefing is, is a bit like watching The Thick of It. Yeah. And yes, that is very true. I like how okay. these are my first words of the podcast, like minutes after <laughs> we started. Yep, those are Will's first words I've been rambling about. I don't even know what at this point. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the British, uh, the, the state of British politics right now. Ah, yes, that's uh, a very dark place indeed. Don't you think it's funny that Dominic Cummings, who's the, the aide to Boris Johnson, went and visited his parents and then was dancing to Abba in the garden in Durham? Yeah, I mean... Hypocritical, to say the least. Twit. Hypocritical, to say the least. I saw there's this, um, there's this group of activists called Led by Donkeys. You've probably seen their billboards about with like tweets on it from politicians and stuff. They're really big during the Brexit sort of debacle which by the way we've forgotten about brexit 
which is an odd thing to say because if you asked us six months ago what the main issue was, it would be Brexit. But now I haven't thought about Brexit in weeks. But these guys led by donkeys had this big billboard and it was a parody of what the um what the government had said and it was I'll, I'll read it to you, what it said was stay alert, government incompetence costs lives. And that was all over London. There was like a hundred different billboards of this, which is pretty interesting sort of take on the matter. Uh, so screw the government, uh, burn down some buildings, go on, as, as Greta Thunberg once said, it's time for civil disobedience. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not going great. It's not going great. We want to know, we want to know what's going on in your area. We want to know what what be happening? What what's happening? What's happening with you? How are you doing? How how is your family? How's your life? Where do you live? Not not we don't we don't need specifics. We don't need latitude and longitude. Don't do that. That's weird. We're not going to come to your house, but we might if it's like if we Google it and it's a nice house. Don't send us that. Just tell us like the rough area. Ah. Oh, you're back. This is probably not going to work. No, yeah, so we want to know from everyone listening, anyone listening, if anyone's actually out there at this point, or you're all dead because of coronavirus, uh, we want to know what's going on with you, don't we, Will? Yes, I do. And in fact, it would <laughs> even be nice if I knew what was going on with the podcast. Me too. Uh, <laughs> hey. so, so, Will, we'll start off with the question that's on everyone's minds. What's William Hunt been up to? Well... Day I have been out over the old boat, ah, um, uh, which okay. is why I couldn't record earlier. Ah, yes. I was out there and I was buff. I was buffing. Uh, my Ow. brother and my dad went along polishing everything. I went along buffing along after them, and uh, yeah, that was long, grueling, tiring, exhausting. A bunch of other adjectives you could probably throw in there, and it'll be correct. But all. All around it was it was pretty decent. Having a boat sounds like a really sort of like romantic romanticized concept. It sounds like really fun. But then you realize that you have to polish it and buff it all the time and take it out of the water to dredge it, make sure everything's fine with it and keep up your legal stuff and make sure you have a boat and license. It's just too much work, isn't it, really? Might as well just get on a ferry. The glamorous sort of uh outweighed by the the negatives of having it's basically like looking after a sort of another child that needs cleaning more often because you can get away with bathing your child every couple of days but your your boat needs to be it's big that's a big if if your if if your child was the size of a boat i would be quite scared that's why you have to have to hire have have to hire people to do it for you so don't buy a boat people Maybe go canoeing. Go, just go canoeing. Get on along. But if you've got a friend who's got a boat, use them. Use everything they have. Take all the opportunities you've got. Because I guarantee the people that listen to this are lazy as hell. Because obviously you can't be able to switch to the next podcast. Why would you? Don't buy a boat. No one needs that. No one needs that in their lives. No one. If only a very small percentage of the world have boats. They they can share the boats. We have enough boats to share. We don't need. We don't all need our own boat. Okay, so uh, that's my manifesto on boat ownership in 2020. Not like you're buying a boat, buying buying a boat now, anyways. And I think Will is he's sort of still not around right now, unfortunately. So this is going to be ah. what? Oh, are you back? I am back. 
he's back. We had to sort of manic uh, episode there where you disappeared. Yeah, I know. Right in the middle of my monologue, I was not you happy were, about that. You were not happy about that. That's absolutely fair enough. Why weren't you happy about that? Give us an insight into your internet struggles. Um. Okay. So basically, I have um, a lot of stuff to say because, well, I'm me. And uh, my internet is the bane of my existence, honestly. It is so bad. It cuts out so often. It's a miracle we've actually managed to record as many podcasts as we have without me cutting it out. Is. It is. What you need to do is you need to just order a very simple internet extender and plug it in your room. That's all you need to do. 20 quid, yeah. that's it. I have to, but oh, it's, it's so irritating. It gets on my nerves, especially because I'm spending minutes of a time not knowing what suddenly I've, I come back in and we're talking Charlie's talking about a completely different thing and it's like, ah, adjustment yeah adjust. oh, the pain of adjustment that should be a, a, a film that should be a B-movie the, the pain <laughs> of adjustment excruciating pain what have you been doing since last week? you haven't been buffing for a solid week I hope I haven't been buffing for a solid week. Oh, thank um, God. What have I been doing since last week? Uh, not much at all, really. We've we started watching all the Star Wars films. Which, and? Uh, that's, it's, it's going well, really. Um, yeah, prequels from the prequel memes. Prequel memes were like the only good things about those. Yeah, the prequels <laughs> suck. I don't care what Tom Holly says. Hey, Tom Holly, if you listen to this, Get out, Call you're out. wrong, the prequels suck. Now, I'm not going to lie, episode 3 was blinding when you compare it to the other two. But episode 2 was probably the worst out of them <laughs> in, in episode 1. They're boring and too political. No one needs that nonsense. Yeah, the prequels, they suck. We don't need them. They weren't necessary. Get in the bin, George Lucas. Episodes four, five, and six, fine. Uh, uh, what's the one? What's the one? The, what was the first one? Of, what was number seven called? I can't even remember what it was called. Force Awakens. That sucked. Uh, the one after that, Last Jedi. A lot of people hated it, but I think it was the best one. And then uh, Rise of Skywalker sucked. Uh, best new one, Rogue One and Solo. Those were films were really good. Really good. And we just sort of let them go to waste. People didn't like Solo as much. I thought it was bloody amazing. Bloody amazing, I did. And the Mandalorian's pretty great as well. If you haven't got, you haven't checked out the Mandalorian, that's on Disney Plus. Seven day free trial. The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Go check that out. Uh, do you love it? Did you hate it? Tell us. Uh, we love you lots. Yeah. So tell us what's going on with that. That will be uh, an interesting thing. Um. Now, so this is, I don't know what episode of the podcast, right? I think this is episode 19. If I'm wrong, then someone has to PayPal me £5. If I'm right, someone has to PayPal me £10. Yes, this is episode 19. Last week, episode 18, the night of a thousand guests, five, uh, went up. Everyone seemed to enjoy that. We got quite a lot of listens on that. That one sort of peaked quite high. Maybe it's because people are sort of stuck bored of listening to us so yeah we got 19 plays on the last one in the first day which is pretty cool that's pretty interesting i think 
Uh, so yeah, that's that's a load of fun. That is that's all fun. That's all fun. That's all games. That's what life is about. What life is about is living la vida loca. Let yourself go. Take off your clothes in front of your elderly neighbor and tell her, "Baby, this is what you came for." Maybe don't do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't do that. Don't don't do that. But what you should do is come to our new show, uh, Mullet Festival. We're going to change the title to something else. But then I decided, no, screw that. Let's just do memes. So that's what that is. No idea what's no idea what's going on with it. We don't know where it's going to be. We don't know when coronavirus is going to be over. Uh, 10 years, 20 years, 5 months, 5 days, 5 minutes. In 5 minutes, everyone could go out and have a massive orgy if they wanted to. I wouldn't advise it, though, uh, because the spread and contamination of germs. It's weird how only now people have started to worry about germs. Like We were all making fun of the germaphobes beforehand. We were like, oh, you germaphobes, you. Now, they're the ones laughing at us, really. So I think... I th- I, th- I think we had it wrong. I think we I think we seriously had a bit of a a bit of malice in our voices when um sort of discussing the epistemological theories that uh that uh that these uh germaphobes had. Avril Lavigne, she had it right. She did. Remember that picture of her standing five meters away from a fan at a meeting? Great. That's mental. That is. That's bloody mental. Also, on the subject of meet and greets, meet and greets suck. Why? Why do artists feel the need to make their fans pay to be in the same room as them? That's that's an odd conundrum. But yeah, germaphobes. I think you had it right. I'm sorry, but I think you had it right. As a very weird phrase to reconnect on. What did you reconnect on? Germaphobes. You had it right. Yeah. What I was saying is the fact that. We were all laughing at the germaphobes back in February, but now they're the ones laughing at us because yeah, they probably. are prepared. They're they're oh. going to outlive us. They are with the bottle of hand sanitizer. They're they're gonna they're gonna live on. They're gonna become the new race. All those like fat, weird R and B nonsense, no good skip shuffler uh, germaphobes. Who were the kids who always used to like just throw up in the middle of a lesson? That was weird, by the way. Why did that happen? No idea. Those kids, those those have grown up. They're going to outlive us. They're going to create a new species founded on vegan diets and um, the teachings of Gwyneth Paltrow. So uh, I'm looking forward to the religion of uh, GP. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow coming soon. She's got a company actually called Goop. What? Which, by the way, is the most displeasing name for her company ever. It's massively unbecoming of her to name her company Goop. That's like me calling my, um, that's like me calling, that's like us calling the low budgets the sharp people, really, isn't it? That's like, no, that's like us calling our next show uh, Barface in Your Bum. That's not fun. No one like, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear Barface in Your Bum by the sharp people. Actually, the sharp people is quite a good, is quite a good name for a band. So the Sharp People new album, Sharting across the U.S. Shart, shart in the U.S.A. Coming soon. Climbing the charts, climbing the charts to number one on the Billboard Hot 100, the official chart channel at the Big Top 40. That's where we'll be. The Sharp Brothers, uh, unchained, me- unchained, ba- bowel change melody. No idea. That would just be a load of like noises. 
forget I even said that. Honestly, I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah, Goop. Rubbish name for a company. Bloody awful name for a company. Uh, and she uh, she made a candle that the the candle on the front said, "This smells like my vagina." And speaking from personal experience, smelled nothing like um, my vaginal area. So I was sort of quite disappointed. I don't know whether it was speaking from a perspective of it tasting, of it smelling like Gwyneth Paltrow's sort of nether regions, or it was something you could give to someone saying, "Here, I know you're going off to college now. Here's a candle that smells of my um, urethra. Enjoy that one." Enjoy that one, Marjorie. When you're off studying law at Cambridge, when when you're having a when you're pulling a night shift, trying to write your treatise on the um on a, a batik in a modern culture and its cultural uh, reforms in New England, when you're writing your treatise on that, uh, take a whiff of my urethra candle. Help you get through the night, won't it? Also, it's got um, it's got shards laced in. Shots from Goop. That, sh- that, sh- that should be a thing. They should sell shots from Goop. Who who thought it was a good idea to call it? We didn't need the word shot. We didn't need that. We didn't need shot. We didn't need that. Oh, Will's calling me. We've got him on the line. You, hello, you're on the low budget. I think we got it podcast. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so honoured. This is... Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I was just talking about um, candles that smell like vaginas. That is really unsettling, and I'm so glad I wasn't there. Yeah, I'm glad. I don't think any of our audience is there anymore. No. So this anyway. this podcast has gone a bit to pot, so we'll be right back after this segment. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for us, uh, and a slightly new internet connection for Will, but not really, because yesterday we had many, many technical fault, uh, faults, faults, and not flaw, a fault, yeah, flaws, essentially, technical faults, which ended up in a, hor- a horrific uh, smorgasbord of ideas, uh, resulting in 15 minutes of me chatting about nothing, and we were going, ah, it really did, but hopefully I have changed devices, so the audio is probably even worse than it was before, and Hell hopefully yeah. the connection will be slightly better. So you I can sacrifice one for the other. I, I do, and which is a shame. Anyway, what I realised is yesterday I started talking about Jar Jar Binks, and then I kind of started defending him, and then I cut out. What I was going to say is that Jar Jar Binks does deserve hate. Uh, but just the Tuscan Raiders deserve more. Just to clarify, can you elaborate uh, on that? I'm quite confused. Well, I, I don't know when I cut out yesterday, but I was I, all of it, all of it, <laughs> all of I, um, it. I um, I was talking about um, how I've been going through watching the Star Wars films. I'm up to episode five now, um, and uh, I was say Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's annoying. But he isn't as bad as the Tuscan Raiders because their moan, their like war cry, it's so annoying. And at least I can find the comedy in the fact that Jar Jar literally has the same walking animation throughout the entire thing, which 
is quite funny, yeah. and I've probably disconnected again. You you sort of I have slightly disconnected in a in a melancholic way in the fact that you were really trying to uh, prove a point which shouldn't exist. Full stop. Yeah, it really shouldn't. I don't agree. Oh, also, Star Wars Episode Two has been the worst one so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Just to clarify, just throwing that out there. I can agree with that. Oh, Anakin, he got on my nerves in that got film. Got on nerves. Oh. Hashtag got on my nerves. Yeah, he did. Oh, he if was... something has got on your nerves, let us know with the hashtag got on my nerves. Yes. You know, got, you know what got on my nerves? This little Swedish man what has got on your nerves? there and was just tap dancing around on my nerves. It was sort of a Ooh. hope experience. So, Will, I didn't actually get to ask you the question yesterday. How's it hanging? How's it hanging? Um, it's it's going strong currently. Um, just got a hanger on it, and it's just clipped over a little thing. So hopefully it shall stay there until it runs out of oxygen, um, and then surely it will die, in which case I can start collect it and uh, wear it. Uh, please quantify what you are talking about. I'm talking about a t-shirt. Until a t-shirt runs out of oxygen. Um, yes, I'm hoping to compress all the oxygen out of it. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that. No problem. I appreciate uh, it. I just, I just answer wanted... the bloody question. Fun? Just answer the bloody question. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, thanks. I mean, my internet's kind of hanging from a noose. But other than that, everything's hanging well. Ah, that's what we'd like to hear out here. Indeed. Okay, hanging, hanging well. Um, so, what's been going on this week? Well, not this week, last week. Last week, I would say slow news week, but it really wasn't. No. God, it was mad. We had Prince Andrew did something. Uh, Dominic Cummings visited his parents in Durham. Boo. Uh, boo. Um, lots of things happened. Nicola Sturgeon did summit. Taylor Swift did summit. Apparently, um, Hillary Duff's a child molester. Uh, everyone's mad at that rapper Doja Cat for hating the blacks, even though she is black. Um, the black people probably don't want to be called the blacks, so let's gloss right over that one. Um, what else happened? Uh. Lana Del Rey was mad at feminists because she was too feminist. And then everyone was like, boo. And then when all the other women were like, hell yeah, they were like, boo. No idea what's going on. Also, Brian May had a heart attack. No, not Brian. <laughs> no, but he, he, he's, he's alive. He's going strong. He yeah, That didn't stop him then. That he was <laughs> having such a good time. <laughs> I don't think he was having such a good time. Really, no, it, it, it really wasn't actually. <laughs> no, I can't think of anything less enjoyable than a heart attack than your heart literally failing. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, probably maybe right, listening but... to this podcast is slightly less enjoyable than a yes. heart attack. Would you rather have a heart only attack? slightly though? Yeah, would you rather have a heart attack or listen to this podcast? Um. Ooh, that that's a tough one. It depends on the episode, really. 
Because, I mean, if it's like a film reaction one, then a heart attack would probably be better. <laughs> Other than that, I think I can torture myself to sit myself down to listen to one. Fair enough. Yeah, hopefully it'll be one where um, I keep disconnecting, so then I don't really have to listen to myself too much. <laughs> Oof. I, I appreciate that. Indeed. Earlier, my um, a bit of a coincidence earlier, uh, I was, my parents stuck on an album, and it was, uh, Jolene came on, and then f- followed by um, Islands in the Stream, which made me think of the Quarantine Survival Guide. Yeah, um, our album that we we did. I know, but I've I've just realised now. Um, looking back, my parents probably just had the Dolly Parton album on. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit more. That would be that than would be that. But if it was like that's probably what they album. what happened. Yeah, if it was a compilation album, it was just we should. I was thinking it would be funny to get our album pressed onto vinyl. <laughs> It would be ridiculous. It's one thing to make it, but to press it onto vinyl is a whole nother kettle of fish. Indeed. I, 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 don't think it's, I don't think it's worth it. It's definitely not worth it, but it would be pretty funny. It would be. Can we, can we agree that putting our album on a seven-inch disc is hilarious? It is, and I would, I would approve of it. Yeah, we don't have the money to fund such a ridiculous excursion. No, because of course we are the low budgets. We have no money. No money. So how will we get to the moon? The answer is clear. We won't. And I cannot remember any more of Gru's monologue. Thank you for Despicable Me quotes. No problemo. I I have not watched that film in ages. I might watch it soon. Yeah, it's, 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 good it's good. The second and third one aren't really too much to yeah. shout about. But the Minions, first one's good. Minions 2 hasn't come out yet, has it? Uh, I don't think so. Well, when Minions 2 comes out, you best believe we're going to be doing a reaction to it. Da-da. And Da-da. hopefully we won't get done for piracy. For pirating no, the we'll, film. We'll just, no, because we'll go, we'll, we'll go into the screening, but we won't film anything. We'll just ah, record yes. beforehand and afterhand, and then we'll do a, a. We can do a massive deconstruction of the Minions Two: Rise of Gru. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully we won't get sued by Illumination. I don't think we will because it's nah, not. We probably we, won't. We won't use all of the movie. We'll just, but we can pick apart every single scene in the most episode of the. I think we've got a podcast yet. The, I think we got it to Rise of. Shmoo. Shmoo. There we Shamu. are. Shamu. Shamu. What's what's a Shamu? I know what it is, but I can't remember what it is. Do you know I've what? never heard of it before. Knowing you, it's probably another Jewish thing that you're blurting out. Oh no, it's it's the it's the killer whale from SeaWorld. That's what it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, so probably a Jewish thing. <laughs> no. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, that's a very specific thing for me to know what a killer whale from SeaWorld was called. Shamu. Shamu. What a, what a, what a bad name. Shamu. Honestly, if I, if I were called <laughs> Shamu, I'd probably have changed my name by now. I probably would have killed some Africans. Right, to some questions. Let's get some questions on the line. 
Fun, 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 fun. Let's go into the questions. Right, question number one. Will, are you ready for this question? I am currently kind of ready for the question. Right, let's get on with the question. My aunt wants to normalise dropping by and hanging out with someone without asking first and just doing that. But I think uh, you should at least send a text or something first. What do you think? I think send a text first. Just let them know you're coming. Because yeah, if you just turn up like uninvited... Died. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it could be someone could take it as rude, and also they might have other stuff planned. Yeah, so well, make plans so you don't clash. Plans. Yeah, I Indeed. feel like if it's a very close friend, like if you've got like five, six close friends, I feel like that's okay. That's okay. If it, but if it's just like some some sort of friend, that's like a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, but like if, if you if you know they're not doing much, and you just. Yeah. Well, to turn up, brighten up their day a bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go if ahead. You've, if you've got a lazy friend who does nothing with their lives, uh, go visit them this summer. When you're allowed to, of course. Right. Okay. This is a good question. Next question. Are you ready for this question? Ooh, I'm currently. Yeah. Can I get a drum roll? That's not. You both have to wear a two person horse costume. Who's in the front and who's in the back? Switching is not an option. The event lasts six hours. Right, I'm I'm in the. Okay, well, firstly, I c- I could not think of any more anything more hell than that. But I would have to be the back, and you you said earlier that you're the front. So that works out pretty nicely. But no, I would never want to spend six hours in a two person horse costume with Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> logically. I would have to be the front because I'm taller, which means I'd be the neck, and then we'd have to do the legs as well. But you just have to do like the legs. Indeed. Anyway, my um, my me on the Wii, which is a very fun phrase if you start using it often, uh, is called the turd, and it looks like a turd. And for that, I have a keen association with the rear. So, I like that. That's that is my origin story for why I am. Next uh, question. The horse is behind. <laughs> the arse is arse. The arse oh, come is on, that is so good. <laughs> if that's how people describe. We should put that on the cast list. Yes. The arse is arse. Right. Um, wearing hats. Issues? Concerns? Uh, I've got no issues with it. Got no concerns with it. I, I like wearing hats because I sunburn so easily and they protect my forehead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what about... Uh, I'm concerned about how hats work. Um, what? What? How the, the hell can you not know how a hat works? No, I know how a hat works, but why does it work? Why? Why did someone who invented the hat go? You know what? I'm gonna take my shirt, make it super small and round, uh, make it a bit thicker, and put it on my head. Who thought that was? A, who thought that was a good idea? Um, hopefully, someone who was in a very hot climate uh, to yeah. keep the sun off their head, because or in a very cold climate to keep them warm. Indeed, but a hat doesn't really keep you too warm. It's more if it's, if it's keeping a the. It does. That's what it. Oh yeah, like those sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but like I'm, I'm You're thinking about, about a hat you'd wear in the summer. I am not talking about my fabled Pokemon hats. Please. Though saying that, I had I had a look for that yesterday. I couldn't find it. It must be oh, somewhere in my room. Oh no! Don't worry, don't worry, Charlie. I'll find it just for you. No, please don't find it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to sort of invite you on a journey back through the last five years of everyone our school's lives. 
whenever there was a special event or a non-uniform day or a sports day, for example, um, we'd all be looking forward to it. It would all be a fun occasion. And we'd all be having fun until Will turned up. <laughs> you could bet £1,000. Anyone who was there before him would say, bet £1,000 that Will will be wearing that hat. And without fail, he would be wearing the fable fabric that contained stitchings of uh, Pokemon. Uh, and we all hate it. Everyone hates it. And by default, uh, we hate Will. No, Lo- Lois likes it. He's I like the only one who likes it, though. <laughs> um, Proving my no, point exactly. exactly. It was the pain of all of our existences. I seriously considered writing to one of the senior leadership telling them to cancel sports <laughs> day and all non-uniform days because then we wouldn't have to witness the atrocity that is the Pokemon hat. I'm not going to lie, though, saying that, um, last sports day, so when we were in year 10... Um, I did bring two hats. I brought the Pokemon hat and my hat that says Wills on it. Uh, but then I only wore the Pokemon hat and I just took the Wills out to show everyone that I've got a hat with my name on it. And yeah, I wore the Pokemon hat for the rest of the day. Actually, no, I don't because every time I wear it, people just steal it. So I've got to like, hold why. my hat. Don't I know, it is quite funny though. In school. Yeah. Then someone, someone threw it in a bin. Throw through the lunchbox in a bin. You can you can wear a beanie in school if you're you if you're beanie bros with a, a certain male teacher. I know, but you and he are like the only two people that I've ever seen wear one. What's what? Why don't people wear them in school? The people wear them in real life, but in school it's like, oh, you're wearing a beanie. Yeah, I'm warm. You're not. What's the problem? I mean, saying that, Charlie. You do wear a coat in April. Yes. You have you have been known to, and it's pretty warm to be wearing a coat. <laughs> no, not necessarily. No. Whoa. When was I wearing a coat in April? This doesn't. This doesn't. This doesn't make sense. I know, like we weren't in school this year, but I swear last year you wore it. You definitely no. wear coats when it's quite warm. No, I wear coats up until around March. Not even that. On like the last couple days of school, I was wearing a coat because it was like cold. It was four degrees or something nonsense like that. It wasn't so, that bad. Well, what would you rather be, warm or putting up with the cold? I was perfectly fine. I was not overheating at all. I was in a perfect temperature. I felt oh. then that I, I felt. Was... I felt enlightened. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I would always rather be co- too cold than too hot. But I wasn't too hot though. I was full be- of vim and vigor in my coat. Wow, I'm. I'm so glad. But no, honestly, it's so much easier to warm up when you're too cold than it is to cool down when you're too hot. Stay cold. Don't get too hot. My message. That's not good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Especially oh, yeah, if, you... if you're an Arctic explorer. That's awful advice. Oh yeah. No one should not... listen to you, Will. This is why <laughs> this is why no. people don't trust you. Because you had this is useless advice. Tell you what, no, ju- just just for your comment and your insulting words, I'm I'm gonna have a look for the hat. 
Anyway. Well, Will, I've got a news flash for you. It's a podcast. Yeah. No one can see you. Touche. I know, but don't worry. I will I will post pictures of that hat everywhere as soon as I found it. God, I'm horrified. Well, you ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the next question. We've got big capital letters. Argument needs to be solved. This argument needs to be solved. When no, si- no, the argument does not need to be solved. I'm this sorry. This argument will be solved. No, it won't be. When sick, do you prefer to vomit or to diarrhea? I think it's better to diarrhea because there are no taste buds there, but my girlfriend thinks it's better to vomit because it hurts for less time. What is the correct way to go about this? Okay, the way I see it is that I very rarely have diarrhea when I'm ill. So, um, saying that, I also very, I'm very rarely sick. I don't really have a preference, really. I don't like either of them. Um, I mean, wiping your ear is pretty annoying if, like, you've got constant stream coming out. I guess that'll that'll annoy me. I can agree. I can. I um, agree that vomiting is better because, yes, it don't taste great, but it's, awful. it's there for a lot less time. It's a very ephemeral thing, whereas diarrhea can last you from up to an hour to two weeks. So there's there's no in between. It's either a very short spell or a very long spell. So... Saying that, I when like earlier, actually, I probably probably should not say this because he will hate it. Uh, never mind. It was just a a little story about like twenty minute turds Go that it. a certain He's... someone in my life would take like every day. Please, but, hey, Harry. Please, please, no. Elaborate. Okay, fine. Uh, it was getting ready for school. Um, this this person, um, when I was getting ready, uh, would always go in, into the bathroom, always before me, and uh, proceed to be in there like anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, and he literally used that time just to poo. God, and I swear, it was, it was painful for me. It was really painful waiting every day. And then also the smell would be terrible when I went in there. Yeah, that is... Yeah. I can agree with you on that. Yeah. Thank you, Will, for your horrifying bathroom tale. Yeah, don't worry. I have a few horrifying bathroom tales if you remember the DS story. Have you got any more? I don't think so. I'll have a have a little thing, but have a I don't thing. think I do. But yeah, we can agree. We can all universally agree. Oh actually no, I do. I do. But oh, it's I, I will Okay, it's about a time I flooded an entire bathroom in this, like, 1.6 million pound house on holiday. Elaborate. Okay, so, basically, I went on holiday to Stratford-upon-Avon, and I stayed in this lovely house. It was worth well over 1.6 million pounds, I believe. But um, there was one distinct problem with it, and that's that the shower came out at, like, so, such a high pressure, it would really hurt to touch your skin, like, when it hit your skin. <laughs> so, there, I, I was thinking in the shower one time, I was like, I've had enough. It, it's genuinely painful to shower. The PSI is too high. So I thought, what else could I, what could I do? And then I thought, I could put my foot under the plug hole, well, over the plug hole, not under it, that would be quite difficult. Put it over the plug hole, and then I can let this shower basin fill up, enough for me to like have like a miniature bath and like put my flannel in get some soap in and wash myself that way so um 
I was there waiting with foot uh, foot over the plug hole, and the uh, it was filling up. the The shower place was filling up, but then eventually it stopped filling up for some weird reason. And I was like, "Why the crud is it doing this?" So I I kept kept my foot over the plug hole, and I even tried to put more in it, but it just would not fill up anymore. So I, I may do with what I had, and I washed myself, and it was great. I turned the shower off, opened the shower door. And I looked down, and the uh, shower mat that I put in was completely drenched. I was like, oh, that's odd. And I, I stepped out, and the floor was completely flooded. It was just one massive puddle. Obviously, the reason why it wasn't filling up is that there must have been a gap in between like, the bottom of the floor of the shower bit and the doors. And the water kept on pouring out. And then I used so much loo roll to try and hide it from my parents. And it did not work. And oh, yeah, eventually my brother, my brother snitched on me, and <laughs> it it was a very long night. That's quite funny. That is, that's my most painful showering experience. Na 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 Painful showers across the nation. William Hunt uh, destroying houses, one bathroom at a time. I also destroyed the Connect Four. It was really stiff, and I was like, "Why is it so stiff?" So I kept pulling at it, and I kind of broke it. Like whoops, put it back in. Did the you box. have to pay anything in damages? <laughs> oh no, <I> just, <laughs> just left. No one knew about the Connect Four thing. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever going to open the Connect Four. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know why it didn't open. But I tried to brute force it; it just snapped. Hashtag like, right. brute force Connect Four 2020 scandal. <laughs> That's a scandal. We need to. Uh. Do your family know about this? Uh, no one knows about the Connect Four, but everybody knows about the shower thing. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very... Saying that my nan, my nan now knows about the Connect Four, and my nan was actually there at the time on the holiday. So, hello, nan. Uh, please don't <laughs> tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> the confessions of a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should do a trial. We should get your nan on the podcast, and we should do a trial. That would be quite fun to try and test you for your uh, crimes. <laughs> I'll organise that. Let's let's do, let's do that. Let's do a trial. We'll have a jury. We need to get twelve people. Yeah, we, we don't need twelve people. That's too many people. We can we can get True. away with four. Okay, we'll get a full person jury. You can be the judge. Third, third I... of a jury, you can get a judge. Yeah. We can have prosecution and defence. Indeed. I, I, I will be I will be my own lawyer. Because I, <laughs> I can be. I can get in contact with the uh the people from the place you stayed. Oh no. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> no. No, please don't, because I might actually have to pay up. I don't think you would <laughs> <laughs> We should just send them an an anonymous check for thirty five P. <laughs> Sorry about the Connect Four. <laughs> when we're back in, when we're back to recording, like together, we can get other people in, and we'll do, and we'll get people over Discord as well, and we'll do a full-on trial. Thank you. By court order. Um, question here: Are you a guy? Uh, find out next week on the Jeremy Carter. <laughs> are you a guy, Will? Um, currently. I like that. I, ha- I have full intentions of staying one, by the way. I just said kind Thank of Thank like... you for clarifying. <laughs> um, 
My roommate says you can eat moldy bread as long as you cut the mold off of it. Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, no, that's not not good. Mold is not just visible. It's it's a it's a it's not it's not a, it's a tangible thing. There's more than just the surface mold. Okay, um, you shouldn't really. I will completely say you shouldn't, but. There will be less of the bacteria uh, where you cannot see it. Yes, but the bacteria well, is probably still, still present. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You you shouldn't. I'm just saying that there would there would be less. But, uh, like, yeah, no, that's pretty rank. Yeah, it's like if you if you were dating a woman who had uh, Botox and boob fillers and lip fillers, uh, if you take all that away. She's still a deeply troubled person inside. Indeed. <laughs> that was an awful analogy. Sorry, women. People are going to think we're incels. Oh, my God. Probably. Oh, God. Well, I said a joke the other day. It was, it was pretty sexist, but I was quite proud of it. <laughs> As all men are, whenever they say something rather sexist, it's pretty sexist. But it's a good joke, though. Am I right? That sums up everything my dad has ever said. <laughs> like, oh, tell okay, it was really simple. I just—it was just a fraud rage joke. I said to my friend, "Was people call me a misogynist? Those people are just bloody women." That's pretty Fact. good. Pretty <laughs> sexist. Pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Do you judge how good jokes are on the on the level of sexism? <laughs> um, sometimes. That's like, how people it, review our show. It depends on who's the butt of the joke. Because if it's women, then yes, sexism. <laughs> that's how I judge it. Or if it's like a racially controversial one, then. Yeah, I will judge it on its what about, how controversial what about it is. Judging it if, if you're the butt of the joke, or if it's self-deprecating. No, no. If if I'm the butt of the joke, it has to be like a good insult. If it's a terrible insult that I can actually like come back, make yeah. a comeback, then it's terrible because I cannot make comebacks to save my life. But what um, if you had made the joke about yourself? You made the joke. Was... I every time I self-deprecate myself, I tend to be the only person laughing because I think <laughs> it's pretty good. Because you're saying it to yourself in your room alone at night, telling yourself you're worthless. You contemplate jumping out the window, but no podcast. Let's <laughs> <laughs> quickly. I, I think I was sleep talking last night. It's only because Dad said he could hear talking last night, and he was listening to the podcast. Yes, I was just pre pre saying all this stuff in my sleep, Wait, rehearsing it. You know what we should do? What we should make an entirely virtual podcast, like an uh, a fully virtual animated snippet of the podcast, because I reckon I can do that somehow. That'll be that'll be pretty cool. We'd I swear to, to God, if you animate my shower story, I will kill you. No, I'm thinking <laughs> we'd have to do it when we've got when we record a podcast. We film our faces so I could get like a geometric structure for it, and then I could record motion capture and stuff. I reckon I can do it. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if I can be bothered. 
Next question. Are you ready for this question? I am ready for the question. This is a Marvel-based question. So, uh... Ooh, I have been watching these films before I watched the Star Wars one, so hopefully I'll actually be good on this. Yeah. It says, Me and my friend always fight over Captain America. She hates him and thinks he sucks as a character. I don't mind him. What are your opinions? Yeah, okay. Captain America sucked. No, I- I'm going I'm to say it right here, right now. Captain America got ripped off by every single script that he appeared in. Because he's a pretty good character overall. I like it. But the script rights gave him all the terrible, cheesy lines. So he has literally got the worst lines out of every single Marvel character. But the character itself, his thoughts and all that, it's actually pretty good. So overall, I like it, but I think the writers completely mugged him off. I don't believe he has opinions. any redeeming factors. I, I, I think he does. I don't believe so, because... Oh, God, this is, this is quite funny, actually. Bear with. My, um, I think my aunt was trying to um, impress us um, on the family group chat by sending us a picture of a puzzle she did. Uh, <laughs> And normally, if it was like a 2,000, 3,000 piece puzzle, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty impressive, so that's pretty complex. But I can count 24 puzzle squares. (laughs) (laughs) Not very difficult. Why? It's a 24 piece puzzle. (laughs) It might as well be a four piece puzzle, it's that small. (laughs) And, And I've worked out, based on the size of her living room, the squares are massive they're about <laughs> the size of well think about the size of your hand half yeah. of that that's the size of one of the squares Jesus <laughs> <laughs> she's sent it trying to impress us well, are, are you impressed by that puzzle marvel um I'm not but above <laughs> that she sent a message saying anyone want these balls before I chuck them just because there's loads of ornate balls she has. My nan replied to that, I thought they were balls to play with. No thanks. Um, that very much reminds me of the balls sketch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Also, this is quite funny, actually. Me and my family have been doing a book club where, we, where, we've, where the book we've been reading is Dracula. And I start, we were in two chapters every week discussing it on Mondays, right? And I got mm. to chapter six. And then it got to the day of the book club, and I realized, oh, I haven't read the two chapters. So I googled Dracula chapter seven, eight summary and read the <laughs> summary. And then the entire book club talking like I'd read the chapters, but just knowing the summary. And that's continued for three weeks. <laughs> and now, if anyone watches this far into the podcast, your secrets have been revealed. So I have a very vague understanding of what it's about, but as you know, I'm sort of semi-good at making it sound like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to things I have no idea what I'm talking about. That is, that is true. Because I, I've i developed my waffling skills over the years. Yeah, that's uh... that nonsense. Well, it's the little victories that count. <laughs> Winning your podcast. Not podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, what's it called? Your book club. Yeah. Also, she she wrote, "Hey, bookworms," and I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I really hate that. I I I I do not like the term bookworms. 
at all. I no, just, it's I, I hate it. I hate worms. Books. <laughs> oh, oh, depends on the book, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Worms, no. Books, yeah. <laughs> it, right. it gen- really depends on the book. Yeah, it well, does. Some, some of them are total cross and they're <laughs> absolutely good terrible. Recently? Um, 1984. Good I'm reading, reading good through book. that and it's very good. Very dark good in places. Book. But I'm enjoying yeah. it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Really good. Uh, are you doing um, English literature next year, A-level? Uh, no, I'm not. What are you doing? I've completely forgot. I know you're doing you're doing drama. Yeah, drama, maths, physics, maths and, and biology physics. currently. Oh god, that's but, depressing, isn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm I'm doing English literature, so I've been trying to learn things in Christmas Brabant, so she'll probably be my teacher next year. She probably will be. So I've 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 developed a lot of knowledge of very specific things in this time in this time. Ooh, and how become... specific are we talking? Very specific, such as in the art of ornamental work, a fine wire formed into delicate tracery. That's somewhat specific. Do you know what that's called? It's called filigree. filigree. And I'm learning about it. Well, um, I think you'll be the only person who knows about filigree. <laughs> also, I've become invested in this Japanese theory called wabi-sabi. Well, are you sure you don't mean wasabi? No, wabi sabi. Okay, wabi sabi. Wabi sabi is the uh, the beauty in things that are imperfect. So it's just qualities such as impermanence, humility, asymmetry, and imperfection. And these underlying principles are diametrically opposed to those of their Western counterparts, whose values are rooted in the sort of Hellenic worldview that value. Performance, uh, permanence, grandeur, symmetry, and perfection. So it's like the appreciation of a transient beauty in the physical world, I guess. It's pretty cool. Wabby sabby. Yeah, the first word wabby signifies the kind of sort of paradoxical beauty caused by the imperfection of something. And then sabby means the kind of beauty that can only come with age, such as rust or like VHS. I mean, rust isn't really that beautiful, it's more tetanus, if anything. So, no, but rust on like an ancient bronze statue is pretty cool. I see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sounds still sounds pretty tetanus to me, but. <laughs> hey, I'm it. vaccinated. To all you anti-vaxxers, go get tetanus because you're little cruds. Yeah, get out, get out of our lives. Indeed. There's this Japanese art that I've been learning about called kintsugi. Can you guess what it's based around? Wait, what's it called? Kintsugi? Yeah. Dude, that is, that's so cool! Sorry, um, I'll, I'll explain later. Uh, no, I do not know. What were you going to say about Kintsugi? Well, Kintsugi, um, well, the uh, chief Pokemon art director for ages since Generation 1 was called Kensugi Mori. So just <laughs> Kensugi with Mori at the end. That's a pr- pretty good name for an artist, if it's a type yeah. of art. Kintsugi um, is the art. It's the art of repairing cracks with gold resin to embellish the scars. So it's like, I'll send you a picture. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I like, sound, I, sounds I like pretty it. interesting. 
yeah, so I've been learning various different little things that will help me to uh, aid aid myself in the uh, pursuit of epistemological uh, bliss in the new world. That's oh, a good phrase, isn't it? I'm, I'm glad. Yes. It's, it's a phrase that'll make people stare at you blankly and say, yeah. yeah what? That's, that's, that's the sort of thing that that does. Yeah, yeah that's pretty it's, cool. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, li- I, like, I like the art form, and I reckon it's, it can come up a lot in analysing poetry, I suppose, if I make the link. It looks like a bad drawing of a man screaming on a hill. What? Okay, if you look at it. So yeah. right, you've got you've got you've got the triangle oh, bit in the middle. Yeah. yeah. That's and if 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 you look on the rim, you've got like this imperfection there that kind of looks like the mouth, and you've got a bit above it that's like an eye. Yeah, so, I it's pretty I cool. You. I understand. I See. I I believe in God love. You're having a lot of fun there. Yeah. My sister doesn't flush the toilet because she's scared of the noise. She's 14. Capital punishment, question mark? Yes. Uh, Capital punishment, indeed. Public humiliation. You're 14 years old, for Christ's sake. Get some earphones, stick some music in your ears if you're really that scared. It's just a bit (laughs) of water. Close the toilet seat, muffle it down, flush. Be hygienic. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's people like that that make Febreze have a business. The Febre- I've, never, I've never been one to analyse the demographic of the Febreze marketing uh, company. It really annoys me. I think I've said about it before, but I saw an advert for Febreze, and it was like, when you flush a toilet, a bunch of urine vapour comes out and makes your ass stink. Well, no, just like shut the bloody toilet lid yeah, and the then flush. That's all you have to do. Don't waste some money on bloody Febreze. It doesn't get rid of smells. It masks them. And then the, when the Febreze goes, then you've got the smells come back. And you're like, oh no, I must be doing more things to make more smells. Let's get more Febreze. You're not doing yourself any favour. Just get rid of the smells. Oh. They kind of devalidated their entire marketing campaign with when your toilet seat is open and you flush the toilet. (laughs) Basically, their entire business model is relying on the UK being stupid, dumb idiots. Which we are. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But... Uh, Bloody Uh, Febreze. Yeah. um, uh, Oh, there's an advert that's been really annoying me. I bloody hate this advert. Robert De Niro in a car commercial. What? <laughs> okay. I think um, it's, I think it, it's not even a good car commercial. I think it's for a Viva. I mean, Robert, Robert De Niro didn't he play Lightning McQueen? No, he did. Did he? No, no, he did not. That was Owen oh. Wilson. Owen oh, Wilson, that's his name. I cannot, I cannot remember people to save my life. I'm Nero. sorry. I swear he was in like in Cars or something. I think he was in Cars. I think he was the voice of was it Hat? Is it Hat? Is it, who was he called? You know the one that Jeremy Clarkson played in the UK one. Uh, I, I have no clue. Damn, Paul Newman was in it. 
car versus the, you know, the computer uh, thing in cars called Carl. Uh, it's like the little machine thing, and that's his agent in cars. Oh, what cars too? Do you mean? Yeah, cars too. Yeah, like what? F- you've got the agents in that one. It no, it's like it's like a telephone. Oh car. yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean now. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, I no, love sorry. is the fact that in the US version, it's voiced by Jeremy Piven. But in the UK one, it's voiced by Jeremy Clarkson, which is amazing, <laughs> by the way. Like, I, ha- I have probably not seen the uh, Eng- English version of Cars then. <laughs> probably have seen the American one. Yeah, right. Robert De Niro was in uh, the ki- an ad for Kia, which is huh. sad as hell, isn't it? Th- that That's how you know your career's gone down the drain. Should we watch... Um... Should we watch the video? Yeah, sure. Right, bear with. Uh, let me just... I'm just going to create a Watch Together link for it so we can watch it at the same time. Bear with. Bear with. Uh, so, yeah, it bothers me that Robert De Niro is in a car commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of uh, off-putting in the best possible way. Oh my crud! The guy who plays Guido in Cars is actually called Guido. What? Elaborate on this, please. (laughs) Well, you you know Guido's a blue pit stop thing that works with Luigi, and um, yeah, his voice his voice actors Guido Caroni. If that's how you say that. So Guido's a Guido, which is weird when that's... you first think about it. But that's interesting. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, so we are. Tom about Hanks to was in it. What the crud? I think so. Yeah, he played Woody Car. Not quite sure. Oh no, I know. That's probably like in the credits thing or something. Because like they promoted oh. Toy Story. I don't know. <clears throat> oh. Indeed. I'm trying to get this to work. I don't know why it's not working. Bear with. Um, right, whilst I get this to work, next question. This is a good one. Uh, <laughs> I've lost it. Is it wrong to kill frogs if I'm eating them? Me and my friends have got a lot of flack recently after we went on a frogging adventure and made some tasty frog legs. The frogs did not suffer. We did not talk to them. We just like them leggies. What do you think? What do we think? Um, what, you just went, killed some frogs and ate their legs? I imagine so. I mean, it's pretty cruel, but I mean... Yeah, it feels ever so slightly. Uh, at, at least at least you gave him a quick death if you do, if you were doing it. Um, I, I cannot say I would approve of that, but I mean... <laughs> I un- I completely understand. I understand the um the 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 theory behind it that um you'd want to I, I imagine they don't taste awful. No. You know I, mean? I, I I don't approve of it. But um yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, hey. There we, 
Right, so ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're about to watch um, the greatest, greatest video ever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Will is going to click on that. Will, you going to, are you going to be able to click on this link? Yes, I am. I'm just praying that it's not too much for my, my internet. My phone's yeah. doing a cracking job. Uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. Will's phone is living the video. Right, here you are. Right, I'm in. This is. Can you All see I it? can think of is a uh, meet the parents, meet the fuckers, and little fuckers. Hello. Hello. Can you Hello? see? I cannot. I think I might have to. Oh, bleeding nightmare! This is. Right, I'm playing. It's playing now. Yes. Good. I hate this. I hate this. I hate it a lot. You, you, know? you don't need to change clothes, mate. You, you, you don't need to whatsoever. The fact that Robert De Niro, one of the greatest living actors of all time, is in an advert for uh, Kia. Is ridiculous. It's pretty sad. Also, if we watch it again, uh, right, so if we watch it now, you should be able to see around like a couple seconds in, there's a shot where it's over the shoulder and you see Robert De Niro. Yeah. And then he looks down and the camera goes down with him and there's like a really bad version of, there's like a really bad motion tracking on it and it's all wobbling about and stuff. God, that, that is pretty. That that is bad. Actually, there's no reason like, you have to track. Yeah, they must track have, that. Yeah, if how badly could you mess that up with Robert De Niro there? The camera's that shaky. I know. Just get a bloody tripod. It's your your key, for God's sake. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I can see why you hate that. Yeah, right. Should we have one <laughs> one last question? Yeah, sure. It's a disagreement. My dad puts toilet paper on the toilet to keep his bum warm, but he leaves the toilet paper on the toilet for others to use. Please tell him to keep his sweaty bum juice to himself. Keep your sweaty bum juice, bum juice to, yourself. to yourself. Yeah, I don't like that. Jesus Not one Christ. Bit. I, the idea of doing it for yourself, perfectly fine, but afterwards, throw it away, mate. Throw it away. Oh, no, that is absolutely rank. Not tacky. I mean, you, you sit on the toilet seat, okay? You might get a second of, oh, that's a shock to the system, but then you warm up again. It's fine. Yeah, just, Dude, there's no not, reason not to leaving your tissue there. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Not fun. Not fun one bit at all. Right, do you know no. what we haven't done for a while? The noun segment. The noun segment! We should have played this with the guests in the guest episode, but we just did not think about that. Yeah, I wish we thought of that. Once again, I just googled noun segment. <laughs> Keeping with tradition, wait, I see. Wait, do you reckon if we google noun segment? Or it's we just finally come, come up, up. The word segment? It's just going to come up with the word segment. I don't know if it comes up with the de definition for segment. Yeah, we haven't come up yet. We need to create a load of graphics for now segment. We right, do. are you ready? First, yes. top quality nouns. Right, uh, first noun. Here we go. 
combination. Now, there's uh, multiple meanings behind this one. So, uh, combination, what is it? I'm I'm just going to fuse my op- opinions together here. Ah, so, um, I like that. Very nice. Thank uh, you. Next noun, management. Uh, now, I am the CEO of this noun. Um, management necessary not in all companies most companies necessary especially B&B's I found out from watching a lot of 4 in a bed also if you don't watch the show 4 in a bed on channel 4 watch the show 4 in a bed at lunchtimes on channel 4 it's bloody amazing I love 4 in a bed it is It is pretty good it's um, amazing it's the best show on TV <laughs> thank you <laughs> seriously it's amazing because they all hate each other well, they don't. They start off liking each other, and then by the second day, they all hate each other because none of them can take criticism uh, respectfully. Any um, there's been like thousands of B and Bs on there, and no one can take criticism. Uh, just a question: Do you like come dine with me? No, I hate it. Sucks. <laughs> it's literally the same thing. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not B and B. It's just the meal. Yeah, exactly. It sucks. Four in a bed has got everything. We've got the breakfast. Because it's the, the same worst. Thing. It's so boring. It's just people going <laughs> to eat. It's literally people eating. That's not worthy of our attention. How but dare they all hate each other? <laughs> no, but they don't know. They hate each other a lot less than four in a bed because yes. on four in a bed, they're all game playing each other. They're like, I'm going to give him a low score because I found one tiny hair under the 200 pound bed that I just moved. They all hate each other. On combine with me, they're civil enough with each other and they give each other decent scores, but they will just like give each other fours for no reason. It's amazing. Combine <laughs> sucks. How dare they think loads of people just eating food is worthy of our attention? It's not. Four in a bed has everything, has the dinner, it has the breakfast, it has the on-site activities, it has the interesting personalities, it has father and son jurors, it has marriage jurors, it has looking inside people's properties, it has cleaning regimes, it has everything you could want more, it has scoring systems. It's amazing. It is payment day. Payment day is the best. Oh yeah, because you get the under and over payments. Yeah, oh, that's just, amazing. They're so cold and cynical when they underpay. Yeah, and people underpay like 30 quid for no... People underpay 30 quid because their breakfast was a bit late and they couldn't park anywhere. It's amazing. Because <laughs> you wouldn't do that normally. If you went to a and b you can't just underpay them. But you can on this show. It's bloody amazing. That, that's pretty, pretty Imagine cool. if in life you could pay what you thought stuff was worth. You could go to like I don't know Louis Vuitton and pay twenty five quid for a normally a two thousand quid bag. I you love for bed. It's amazing. Also, on the last episode I watched was a place literally opposite where we stayed when we went to Devon, which was weird. Hmm. That was fun. Uh, next, what we were on management as a noun, weren't we? We were. <laughs> next noun, meal. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this one. Come dine with me. It's meal. Uh, meals, uh, only two of them are essentially necessary throughout the day. You don't need three. Controversial, I know, but you don't need three. I know you don't need three, but I like three. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Got my shreddies. Got my also, toast. Then you know I got my dinner. 
Do you know why we have breakfast? Do you know why they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Gives your stomach stuff to digest, apparently. No, no, it doesn't. Your stomach kind of does. (laughs) Well, everything gives your stomach stuff to digest. The only reason we're told it's the most important meal of the day is because cereal companies said that to sell more cereal. Imagine, Imagine if we advertised our album as the the only thing you ever need to hear people might we should have done that (laughs) exactly right it's it's that's it's propaganda breakfast is not necessary i always get hungry without breakfast so i do need to i do need to eat breakfast well i believe you're wrong you're telling yourself you're hungry you're not actually hungry you think oh it's nine ten o'clock breakfast i'm hungry i haven't eaten yet no if you weren't thinking about it you wouldn't be hungry no, I wouldn't be. <laughs> no, trust me, you wouldn't be. <laughs> what time is it? A lot of the time, I'm hungry. The last time I ate food was last night at 7 o'clock. I haven't eaten since, and I am not hungry yet. I've got like 20 hours. Over- yeah, I'm not Jesus. hungry. I, I'm not hungry, see? It's, I haven't even thought about breakfast. I haven't even thought about lunch. I don't even care about dinner. I ain't hungry. <laughs> oh, God, I love, I love lunch and dinner. Lunch and dinner. Lunch is the best meal. Dinner's all right. Lunch and dinner. Oh, Din- no. You, how can you say dinner's all right when, oh, I've got fish fingers, fish fingers and waffles, dinner? carrots, peas, broccoli. Oh, it's lovely. Right. Dinner can only beat lunch when you're going out to a restaurant for dinner. That Otherwise, is true. It sucks because lunch is lunch is a light meal and it gives you a it gives you a sort of clocking point for the day. It gives you right, it's midday, it's just past midday, right after this I'm gonna do this amount of work. It gives you a gives you a clear definitive point. Dinner's dinner just isn't isn't rightly timed. I'd 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 have it later if I could. I do relatively late, but have some love a lovely bit of toast for lunch, I do. Yeah, but nice. lunch is good because it's so versatile. Dinner, you can only really have like something hot, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But uh, lunch is amazing. You can have something hot, you can have something cold, you can have a soup, you can have a sandwich, you can have just bread if you want to. You can have a steak if you want, if you're having a lunch in a pub. It's amazing. Lunch I, do, I, do, a- I do just want to say, nobody has just bread for lunch apart from me. Apart from well, some part, you do, unfortunately. I do. Unfortunately, you exist. <laughs> I know. When I'm making my to- when I'm making my toast, often I sneak in another slice of bread. That's the That's saddest thing I've heard. It's lovely. I only really do it like if the bread's new, though, because like if it's like quite old, it's not as nice as it would be. So I'm just like, eh, never mind. But if like the bread's new and it's really soft, oh, I love it. Do you know oh. what I like? I don't know if you've had this before. What's your favorite sandwich filling? Sandwich filling. I don't know. Fish fingers. <laughs> okay, so fish, this doesn't work for this example. It kind of does, but it say it was like ham or chicken or whatever, yeah, right? Okay. Don't just have it as a regular bread. What you do is you toast the bread till it's toasted, not like overly burnt, just like regular toasted. Put it in the fridge for three to five minutes, then butter it, then put in your filling. It tastes amazing. It's the best. Because you get like a crunch to it that's not too doughy. Oh, it's amazing. Seriously. That's the nice. best thing I've ever done. 
There's the bet that anything that we ever do quantifiably, performative wise, achievement wise, will not be beaten by the fact that I thought of having a toasted chicken slice sandwich with vegan chicken slice. I mean, I, uh, my mum, my dad, and my oldest brother, they um, quite often they have toasted sandwiches. But it's not, it's not like a toasty because a toasty implies that the greens have been melted or something. Like a toasty implies like a cheese toasty. But yeah, it's like, uh, I don't think they do melt. Uh, I think they leave the toast to cool. They don't put it in the fridge. Yeah. Um, because it's not like, it doesn't have to be like super warm or anything. It's not like a little bit of warmth, maybe. Also, if you're having Marmite on toast, you have to have loads of butter. That's what I say. Why the hell would you ever want Marmite on toast? Because Mar- Marmite the tastes great. The only thing great you need on toast have- is butter. No, Marmite tastes great. If you have a super thin layer of Marmite and then a thick old layer of butter and the butter isn't properly melted on the toast. Oh, it tastes amazing, honestly. All you need on toast is butter. My All nap. you need is butter. Butter. That doesn't really work with a rhythm. It doesn't. All you need is butter. Oh yeah, works a bit more. My nan's been ordering stuff from Waitrose, and now I have six pots of Marmite. Well, lucky you! I'm so glad that I don't have six pots of Marmite because my I only asked for one, but she's wife. bought me a regular one, a small one, a squeezy one, a low-fat one. I don't need it. Next noun. You do realize she she look, she probably just didn't know what one you wanted, so she just ordered one of each, and then she realized, hold on a minute, I can just give them all to. Well, no, so, these so were on separate, <laughs> different orders on different dates after I'd already had some of the Marmite she got me. <laughs> Um, so she thought maybe I'm just a Marmite fanatic and I run out after a day. You probably uh, do. Next noun, last noun, we're going up in the world. It's elevator. Elevator. Ooh, let me just ascend quickly. Ascension, millennium. Ascend. Song. Ascension, millennium. Who's that song by? Do you know who that's by? I have no clue who that's by. I I think it's safe to say, do not ask me for anything. For I had oh, a brief right. period where I thought Robert Robert De Niro uh, was Lightning McQueen. Oh, that's the same. one of the greatest living actors of our generation, Carl. I remember to. Well, Lightning McQueen was one of the greatest racing car- cars of his generation. That's not. Then the two aren't comparable. <laughs> do you, Do you remember the Goonies? Yes, do yes, remember, I do. Uh, the film Stand by Me. Uh, I'm right. There, there was an actor called Corey Feldman who was a child actor, uh, and has had the worst music career ever. His music is awful now. It's the I think I've shown it to you before, right? With all the angels and stuff. You might have done. Yeah, and that's who the song's by. I just remembered. Right, should we should we leave it on that note? Because we're up to like an hour and twenty now. Yeah, sure. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen, men, women, children, and everything in between. And everything in between. Thank you from the bottom of our cold, cold, empty, atheist, uh, religion-hating, scumbag hearts for digesting. This episode of the low budget, I think we got it podcast. Well, have you got any closing words before we go? Uh, you know, I'm really not sure I even have a heart. Thank you. 
And guess what? I, I think, think we got, got it. it. Yeah. Honestly, I've got I've got no pulse. 